Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's talk a little baseball, shall we, with R.J. Anderson. Always nice to have the CBS Sports MLB writer join us on the program. R.J., Chris Moore, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing well as well. Take us inside what you think the Angels are thinking in this about face that many don't quite understand at this point. Yeah, I think their thought process here is basically if Otani leaves either through trade or free agency this winter, we're going to have to do a hard reset anyway. So let's take our chances now. It's not like they had a great farm system to begin with. They can upgrade at several infield positions over the coming days without really mortgaging their future because they don't have a future if Otani leaves, right? Uh, the bar is very low at first base and third base, as well as second base even. So I expect they're going to continue to make moves. I don't think they're going to be as flashy or as flashy as the Lucas Giolito trade, but they have a chance to make a run, and we'll see what happens. You know, weird things happen over two months in baseball all the time. Why can't the Angels make the postseason? I agree, and, and I, I think I've been spending a lot of the first hour of the show talking about how how unpredictable baseball has become and how individual performers that you thought were closer to consistent haven't been in, in so many markets across the country uh, and in the big ones. And I was talking about how, you know, that that – the Mets and the Padres and the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Astros are all hitting under 250 as a team. And, and look, we're not in the age of batting averages mattering to as many people, but it's certainly an, still an indicator. And under 250 is pretty damn low, one for four, uh, to have teams with that kind of payroll and that kind of firepower hitting under 250 as a team tells you something, doesn't it? Yeah, it's been a really weird season. You know, I'm someone who likes to lean on the projection systems in the spring because, you know, they don't have the biases that a human being has, or at least they don't have as many biases as a human being has, and you'd like to think that they're more objective. And this has been a bad year for them. It's been a bad year for a lot of humans who tried to predict the sport. As you mentioned, there are so many teams who we expected to be good, if not great, who are just struggling and who are actually selling at the deadline. Uh, you know, I didn't expect to be talking about the Mets and Marlins making a trade on this day where the Mets would be the ones getting the prospect. And I didn't expect the Padres to potentially be moving Blake Snell and Jay Josh Hader or listening on Juan Soto. So it's really been an odd season in baseball. And I think in some ways it's a good thing because it shows that, you know, there's a lot of parity in the league and there's a lot of, uh, unexpected things that can happen. But at the same time, it is a little frustrating because every time you think you have this game figured out or solved, it 
puts you on your butt. It shows that, no, you really don't have me solved after all. And maybe not a great thing for the Players Association because if I'm an owner, I'm rethinking spending big dollars when, uh, you know, the players that I'm counting on could easily slump and have across the league. I don't care where you look. There are players that you thought were were money in the bank that just haven't been. Yeah, and I suppose my counter would be look at the Texas Rangers, right? You know, they've been as active as any team outside of the Mets and I guess the Padres the last couple of winners. You know, they've spent a lot of money. They trade a prospect, and they're having a great year, an unexpected year as well. So, you know, there's always two sides to every coin, and I think that, you know, paying for talent is a good thing. It's something we should want from these organizations. You know, if I'm a Yankee fan, my issue is that the Steinbrenner uh, ownership is not putting in the money that they should be. I look at what the Mets are doing. I look at what the Dodgers have done, and I want that from the Yankees because they are the Yankees. They're arguably still the most prestigious franchise not only in baseball, but in all professional sports. So for them to, you know, not have a top payroll kind of annoys me if I'm a Yankees fan. But I get your point, and you know, it's it's hard to really knock the narrative at this point. But I just think that, you know, there's always two sides to every coin. Oh, no doubt about that. And before we leave, Otani, just as a baseball fan, how how out of this world is this performance in your mind as an individual who loves baseball? I mean, he's the greatest player of all time, in my opinion. And this might go down as the greatest season of all time. What he's doing should not be taken for granted. It is almost impossible to accomplish. And for him to do it at such a high level year after year is just remarkable. So, you know, I would encourage everyone. I know it might cut into your sleep, but over the next few months, make sure you're checking out some of these Angels games because you are missing out on something extraordinary if you don't. Yeah, and boy, the sport could use it. You know, uh, I mean, really, uh, it's 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 a story all unto itself for sure. Aaron Judge, speaking of the Yankees, as we were maybe back tonight. That's the word. Uh, can he save them? Can he save this season? It's going to be tough for him to do it alone. You know, he's a great player, and obviously, I believe he was still on a sixty homer pace when he went down to injury. But you know, they're going to need more than that going to be very interesting to see what Brian Caston does between now and the trade deadline. Maybe go out there and add at least another outfielder, be it like a Randall Gritchick type, which, you know, not going to make uh, headlines or anything, but it's an upgrade. So, I don't know. It's going to be tough. You know, they're they're in a really difficult race in the American League wild card, as are the Angels and as are you know, some of these other teams that I'm sure we're going to talk about throughout this segment. So, I don't know. I I'm curious to see just how he comes back and what exactly they can do between now and 6 p.m. on Tuesday. The third wild card obviously was infused to infuse optimism among the fan base and attendance and, you know, the buzz of the broadcasters and uh, everybody's got a shot. And, you know, it doesn't seem like people really care whether they are a 500 team or close to it or right around it as long as they get in. You know, they figure they got a shot, and there have been plenty of examples of teams that just snuck in and did very well in the postseason. So how hard is it to be a GM under this circumstance with that extra wild card now? Yeah, I think it has had a chilling effect on the trade market. So I suppose if you're a bubble team, maybe it makes your job a little bit more difficult if you're looking for a difference maker at the deadline because, again, you know, a lot of teams are in it. They don't want to give away their chance, and I think – you know, based on some of the trends that were developing around the league where teams were kind of punting instead of you know, pursuing that one-game wild card 
a situation, I think it might be a good thing. You know, you don't want to see teams who are, you know, three or four back trade some of their best players because they don't want to reach October and lose in one game and then potentially lose those players in free agency. So in some ways it's been good, and in other ways, you know, maybe it's been bad in terms of the excitement of the deadline. It's not as, you know, jam-packed full of stars as it used to be. And, again, you know, it just depends on your perspective. But I think for most, for the most part it's probably good that you have so many fan bases still engaged over the last few months of the season. Yeah, and I think that's exactly why it's there for sure. Uh, is to keep more fans in it and dreaming and hoping that they can get in. What happened in your mind to the Rays to bring them back to where they are now? Yeah, I think it's a combination of things. You know, number one, they've had a lot of injuries, especially to the rotation. Uh, number two, you know, in the early going when they started twenty and three, they were playing a lot of teams who I think can generously to be described as tomato games. You know, they just weren't very good and. You know, you can only play the schedule that's in front of you. I'm not using that to knock the Rays, but I think, you know, they probably were just never going to be as good as they looked early on. And, you know, that's baseball for you. Uh, I think they're still going to make the postseason. I still think they're a good team. I do think they need to go out there and make some additions between now and the deadline. But, you know, for the most part, I'm not overly surprised that they found themselves playing worse than they did early on. Yeah, I guess that's that's fair, and and they're right there, um, you know. So it's not as if uh, they can't get hot again and and you know do it well. I might add that we're not in that one game anymore with the three games now in the wild card uh, at the end, and and what is it? The home the the higher seed plays all three games at home if they need them. Is that how the wild card format is now? So uh, you know maybe you got a little bit better shot even if you have to play them all on the road. Um, Look, the Phillies, you know, the Phillies had the Braves, the Mets, and the Dodgers in their league last year, and somehow they got themselves to the World Series anyway. So uh, I don't blame the fans a bit for having the kind of optimism, you know, that they might have, even though on paper, as you said when talking about the Angels, you know, stranger things have happened. And, uh, you know, if the Angels get in and they got Otani <laughs> – I mean, would that be good for baseball? So I get, you know, I I get the fact that uh, we'll we'll take we'll shoehorn our win our way in any way we can and not apologize for it. I don't blame these teams for having that kind of, uh, uh, or the the fans, I should say, for having those kind of dreams and the teams around with them. Do you think Tuesday will be an active day? Oh, I'm sure it'll be active. Uh, you know, we're just probably not going to see the huge names move that we usually do. But that said. You never know. Um, things, weird things happen all the time. So maybe AJ Preller, you know, does something really crazy between now and Tuesday. But I, I assume we're going to have a lot of activity. It'll just be more, you know, league average types or, you know, maybe a little bit above or beyond that. Padres, Mets, which one's more disappointing and which one do you expect to be more active on by Tuesday? I think you have to go with the Mets just because, you know, this seemed like their year and, in terms of which team I expect to be more active, the Padres have a cleaner path to it. You know, if you're the Mets, maybe you're trading Marcana and some of these uh, other veterans who are on expiring deals. But it's going to be tougher to trade Justin Verlander or Max Scherzer because of their contract situation in terms of salary and also no trade clauses. Whereas the Padres, you can move Blake Snell, you can move Josh Hader, you can move Juan Soto, and there's really no recourse or, you know, something preventing that, no no trade clause or anything like that. So I think the Padres have a chance to be more active, but I would consider the Mets being more disappointing overall. 
CBS Sports Major League Baseball writer R.J. Anderson joining us. Chris Moore here for Bill Ryder on this Friday morning. As we think of the surprise teams, you mentioned Texas and their consistency, uh, but so many uh, surprises, at least moderate surprises anyway, to major surprises across baseball. Which of this this group of of non-predicted winners is the most dangerous in the postseason in your mind as they're constituted right now? Who, who are you yeah, watching think, down these final two months? I think I might go with the Rangers still. You know, their yeah. rotation has been better than I expected. I think they have a chance to make a huge splash here at the deadline if they want to push their chips in. I mean, they have a good farm system. They have a number of position players who can field other teams. So I think they're very interesting and very exciting and hard to knock that offense, right? So you get them into a postseason series, and who knows? Uh, they have a chance to, to make a run all the way to the World Series. And, you know, that's a good thing. I think it's a great thing for baseball, uh, especially based on the last few off seasons. You know, you want to see teams go for it who maybe aren't already positioned to win a championship, and you want to see ownership rewarded for that and the front office rewarded for that. So I think it's a great thing. Where would they go if they were looking? In um, other words, what position? Been- yeah, they've already been linked to Justin Verlander, according right. to MLB.com. So there's one name for you, right? Uh, they were a team who was rumored to potentially chase Shoei Itani. So I think you're looking for starting pitching. And, you know, if a really good position player becomes available who might make sense in their lineup, sure. Let's do him, too. I mean, they could probably use another outfielder if someone were to become available. Maybe Cody Bellinger, if the Cubs do make him available. You know, there are a lot of options on the table for them, I think. And we'll just see if anything shakes loose that makes sense for them. Most fans, I think, that that aren't rooting for a team in, in the same division as the Orioles are kind of rooting for the Orioles a little bit. I just think that their fan base has paid the big price, and it's been such a long time since they've had any meaningful success. It's nice to see baseball in Baltimore being something they're proud of again. Yeah, I mean – you know, the, it's a really exciting young core, and they have a great farm system. I think they would make sense. You know, the Mariners, for instance, have been rumored to be looking potentially move one of their young starting pitchers, and I think they would make a lot of sense on paper given how many good position players the Orioles have. I mean, they have more good young hitters than they can put on the roster. Uh, so we'll see what that front office and ownership does because you've mentioned the fans have been they're kind of tortured in recent times. Well, that was by design, right? You know, that was the big plan from that front office. It's the same for years to not spend money and to build up this impressive farm system. And now it's time for the front office and ownership to make good on that. And I mean, making these big deadline deals to position themselves for World Series run. And it also means extending some of these young players. You know, Adley Rushman is a superstar. He might be the best catcher in baseball. You need to lock him down and make sure that he is part of the Orioles for the next decade. And so, you know, the players are doing their part. Now it's on the front office and ownership to do their part, in my opinion. The Braves, the team to beat in baseball? You can make a strong case. I mean, they are very good. They're one of those few teams where you look at that roster and you say, I don't really see a hole. You know, now injuries happen and, you know, unexpected things develop. But I think you can make a very strong case that they're the best team in baseball and that they are the team to beat. Well, I'll tell you what, it'll be fun. we got about, I don't know, 72 hours, a little more before that deadline, and we'll be watching. RJ, we appreciate the insight. Thanks for being a guest this morning. Thanks for having me, Chris. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.